0: Faith without obedience, faith without works is dead, the Bible says. And so uh, we, we need that. We need uh, prayer and uh, we need to touch the throne of God if we want to see God work in this generation. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So where do we go from here? Home? Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. We need an organ player. Help our piano player out. I told Chase, get ready. Come on. (laughs) Hallelujah. I feel a good presence of the Lord. Let's not hurry through. I want to be led by His Spirit. Hallelujah. I would have sang it, brother, if I had a couple more singers, but I'm afraid I'd I'd mess it up. Turn with me to 1 Kings chapter 12. 1 Kings chapter 12. Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Drew. You know his name, his real name's Andrew. I don't know if he was named after me or not, but... <laughs> you know who I was named after? My dad's boss. <laughs> <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Wonderful, wonderful. Sounds good. Your playing's good. Playing. Just I see these young adults and oh God is using them in their lives. Man, and it's such a blessing to see. Amen. And and don't ever discount their experience with God. The Bible says don't let any man despise your youth. Amen. And... Uh, one of the greatest miracles is not to be delivered from the pits of, of, of sin, but that God has kept me from the pit of sin. We're thankful for all those that have been delivered from that pit of sin. But it's, it's just as great or not a greater miracle, amen, to say, you know what, I didn't have to go there. And I still love Him. Hallelujah! loving. love Him. How many love Him today? Praise God. Can we just take our time? Will you lay your Bibles down? Amen. Praise God. Let's just praise Him a little bit today. Let's just love Him. He's done so much for me. He's taken those yesterdays of sin and shame. He's washed me in the blood of the Lamb. Oh, I praise you today, Lord. I thank you for your Holy Ghost. I thank you for salvation. I thank you for not leaving me in Sodom and Gomorrah, Lord, but delivering me, God. Taking me by the hand and delivering me out of sin. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Can you say, bless His holy name. Bless His holy name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need the Holy Ghost. You can receive it today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise our God. Praise our God. Yes. You need a refreshing in the Holy Ghost. You can have it today. Oh, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Quicken my mind, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Verse twenty six of First uh, Kings, First Kings, Chapter Twelve, and Verse Twenty Six. And Jeroboam said in his heart, Now the kingdom may return to the house of David if these people go up to offer sacrifice in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem. Then the heart of this people will turn back to their Lord, Rehoboam, king of Judah. And they will kill me and go back to Rehoboam, king of Judah. Therefore, the king asked advice, made two calves of gold, and said to the people, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Here are your gods, O Israel, which brought you up from the land of Egypt. And he set up one in Bethel, and the other he put in Dan. Now this thing became a sin for the people, for the people went to worship before the one as far as Dan. Amen. Acts chapter 1, Acts chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. Jesus getting ready to ascend into heaven gives instructions to his followers and said, the Bible says in verse 4 it says, and being assembled together with them he commanded them to not depart everybody say, not depart from Jerusalem but to wait for the promise of the Father which he said, you have heard from me for John truly baptized with water but you shall be baptized with with the holy spirit not many days from now amen you may be seated rehoboam had split from the kingdom of 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 israel the nation of israel had split in two and the northern Tribes which took ten tribes Rehoboam rebelled against Jeroboam who was king at that time Solomon's son and he took ten of the tribes with him and they called it Israel and then the southern group with two tribes was called Judah and, and we just read that portion of scripture in 1 Kings that he was afraid of them going back together the kingdom going back together The way he was going to keep them from going back together is he was not going to let them go to... He was going to discourage them from going back to Jerusalem. Amen. Everybody say Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Don't let the devil keep you out of Jerusalem. Brother Boy, would you come on up here and get a... a, uh, microphone don't let the devil keep you from going to Jerusalem Amen our generation is experiencing an unprecedented hunger for God people are hungry for God men are sick of sin and the and repercussions of a perverse society I don't know about you but it's not just when I go to work it's not just me that looks at our world and say what's going on amen but it's the people that don't even go to church that are looking around and say what is going on something is wrong with our world can you shout amen But to restrain and contain those that He has captivated, the adversary assaults the minds of people in three areas of thought when it comes to receiving their personal Pentecost. When it comes to receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm here to tell you something. God has brought me from... Brought me too far for me to go back to where he took has taken me from. Jesus said, Remember Lot's wife. Amen. What did Lot's wife do? She looked back, didn't she? But more than that, commentators say if you read that story, it's often confused me. I often wondered, were they walking out of the city and she looked back and she missed a step and the fire consumed her? Or was it because another place says when they reached the city, amen, of Zoar, and they were there, that then God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. But as I was reading some other commentaries into this, they're saying it's deeper than her just turning around and looking back. Haven't we all kind of looked back? Haven't we all kind of said, you know what, maybe I had it easier back there. Amen. How many knows that the devil's not after those that he's already got? He's after those that he has in God that have left his that has left his city and is looking for that new Jerusalem. Amen. And, and, and I've I've heard people say, you know, I didn't have it so hard till I became a Christian. How soon we forget that the way of the transgressor is hard. I never would have came to the Lord if I had it easy. Praise God. If the Lord had not afflicted me, I would have went astray. But 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 yet there's more than just the fact that her looking back, it's that she went back to Sodom and Gomorrah. Right. All right. And he said, remembers Lot's wife. There's nothing to go back to. Praise God. Look at your neighbor and say, look, there's nothing to go back to. The devil's a liar. If you were so happy living in sin, why did you get in church? it's because it wasn't that great amen how soon we forget and the devil assaults our minds amen let me tell you something there's one area he wants to hit you with if you've not received the baptism of the holy ghost and even if you have received the baptism of the holy ghost he wants to tell you the holy ghost is not real Holy Ghost, I call it Holy Ghost because I'm a little old Pentecostal. Holy Spirit is the same thing. And if that fails, he tries to convince them that if it is real, then it's not for you. It's not for you. I mean, he said, hey, I really like your church, but it's just not for me. That's not me. I can't ever see myself living that way. That's not me. Have you ever seen people? I, I'm going to watch my time here. I, I could get away. <laughs> but have you ever seen people? You know, I, Lord, I want to get the Holy Ghost, but I don't want you to embarrass me when I get it. You ever heard people? Have you ever been that way? He says, "You know, you know, just let me get it decently, and you know, I don't want snot running down my nose. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be rolling on the floor. I don't, I don't want to be, you know. just let me speak in tongues. We'll be good, and everything'll be fine, Lord." You know, it's those people. Once they get it, usually, boy, they're all over the place. <laughs> amen. Hallelujah. How many knows when Joe? We were talking about this. Me and my wife. When Joe came, Joe came with a cane, walking with the cane, and God healed him as he, when he came to service. Praise God. <laughs> a- amen. And then, and then, just a couple weeks ago, Joe was rolling on the floor. He was a real genuine holy roller. Praise God. Full of the Holy Ghost. We shouldn't be afraid and ashamed to praise the Lord. Well, they convince themselves, and the devil convinces them, the adversary convinces them, it's just not for you. Pentecost isn't for, I want you to know Pentecost is for everybody. The promise of the Holy Ghost is for everybody. But if that fails, then he tries to convince them, well, even if you did receive the Holy Ghost, you couldn't make it. Even if you did receive it. Amen. And how many does he convince? In those three areas. But I want to tell you something. The Holy Ghost is for you. It's for you. I said it's for you. It's promised to you. Say it's promised to me. So our world is tired of. Vanishing victories and short-lived spiritual experiences. There was something when I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost that gave me power to live for God. Man. People are tired of those experiences that fade before the noonday sun. They are dreaming of a prevailing, persistent, and consistent Christian victory. I want to have victory in Jesus. And there is a place where a brain and a heart and courage can be received. And the lost can get back home. And it's not over the rainbow. Amen. But it's under the blood that Brother Allen preached about. <laughs> amen it's on the word of God and it is in the Holy Ghost it's a journey if I can put it this way to Jerusalem and the upper room experience of Pentecost Where you can repent of your sins. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of those sins. And receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Or the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because the promise is to you. And your children. And those that are afar off. Even as many as the Lord our God shall call. It's promised to you. The Holy Ghost is promised to you. Aren't you glad it was promised to you? Hallelujah. Amen. I need the Holy Ghost. Praise God. I know in Corinthians, uh, Paul talks about, I believe it's chapter 12. He says, no man calleth jesus accursed by the spirit of god but then it also says no man can call jesus lord but by the holy ghost praise god now it goes a little that that kind of goes a little deeper they believe he was alluding to what was going on in some of the cities there when persecution had a uh, had Arisen in the church, and some of the Christians were losing their lives. And they would take a Christian, and they'd get him up. Come here, brother Ward. Praise God. They'd get him up, and they'd put your head on that chopping block, or or whatever it was. Kind of kneel down on your knees there. (laughs) Put it on this. Well, come on. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) What an imagination. (laughs) <laughs> you're going to do it do it right right and, and, and they would tell him now we're going to give you we're going to give you a chance to save your life you must say Jesus is accursed Else we're going to take your head off say Jesus is accursed Jesus is Lord and his head would be gone. He'd be one of those martyrs for Jesus. But that's where Paul said, you know, when you're facing a situation like this, you don't know what you're going to say. The flesh is incapable. Amen. In the flesh, you can't withstand, very few can withstand something like that. And that's why Jesus said, no man can say Jesus is Lord because it was going to cost his life. He said that because of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost gave him strength. Thank you, brother. The Holy Ghost gave them the ability, even when their heads were going to be lobbed off, to say, Jesus is Lord. It takes the Holy Ghost. Amen. To face something like that. Can you shout praise the Lord? In our text, Jeroboam had succeeded in splitting the, t- the ten tribes away and dividing the nation of Israel. And he made Samaria their capital. But it was Jerusalem was where they were supposed to go and worship. And, and, and so he sets up alternative cities to worship in, And he sets up golden calves that they can worship. And he told the people, it was too much for them to go to Jerusalem to worship. We'll worship calves. calf worship is easier than Jehovah worship. Amen. You can't live that life. It's too far. It's too hard. Pentecost is too hard. It's too hard. Give me something a little easier. Man, you're quiet. Jeroboam feared if the people got to Jerusalem, their hearts would be turned back to king uh, rehoboam and back to jehovah amen and the same tactic is being employed by our adversary today that is to inoculate the world with enough religion to keep them from salvation to keep them out of Jerusalem. To keep them from receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost that's promised to them. Amen. You don't need it. It's not for today. It's for yesterday. Amen. It was just for them. I want you to know he promised it to those that are afar off. Amen. Say the Holy Ghost is for me. The Holy Ghost is for me. How many ever heard the devil? Well, you know what? It's just not for me. It was for them back then, but not for us today. There's a whole religion that used to debate us about whether God's still pouring out the Holy Ghost. The devil's nightmare is that you will receive the Jerusalem experience. He doesn't want you in Jerusalem. He wants to keep you from Jerusalem jerusalem because jerusalem is the place of pentecost jerusalem is the place of power jerusalem is the place of revelation jerusalem is that place of deliverance and the devil knows that if he can get that jerusalem uh, the devil knows that if That if you get that Jerusalem experience, amen, of Holy Ghost baptism and water baptism in the name of Jesus, then you will put him out of your life. Thank you, Joe. Praise God. Seventy-year-old man falling in love with Jesus. Amen. You know what I love about new converts? You don't have to preach a mountaintop message to get them to stand. (laughs) Singing don't have to be out of this world to get them to praise God. In fact, you don't have to have any music at all in praising God. I've walked in on Joe. He hadn't seen me, but I've seen him. He just didn't praise him. Just praising God, no music, just praising God, hallelujah cause he's fallen in love with Jesus he's got his Pentecost the devil tried to keep you out of Jerusalem but you found your Jerusalem yes. hallelujah don't let the devil keep you out of Jerusalem yes. amen can you still shout on an Acts two thirty eight message I'm um, beyond that. Well, we need to go further than that, but we never need to forget. Get Revelation 21. Revelation chapter 21. Pentecost, the Pentecostal experience is in Jerusalem. In Revelation chapter 21, and verse 2, who is the Jerusalem? And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven. John sees this city. Now understand this city represents something. Amen. It represents something here. And John is trying to show us what it represents in verse 9 and 10. And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vows full of the last plagues, and talk with me saying come hither i will show thee the bride the lamb's wife wait a minute who the bride the lamb who is the bride of christ the church the new jerusalem's coming down as a bride adorned for her husband i'll tell you what he's talking about i'll tell you what he's seeing and he's describing her in pictorial language like a city but it is the church of the living god did you read verse 10 and he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city the holy jerusalem descending out of heaven from god it's her amen she is the church don't let the devil keep you out of church don't let the devil keep you out of the new jerusalem amen can you shout amen Amen. and it's when you arrive at jerusalem in the church and receive your personal pentecost for the promise is unto you then you are out of the devil's control all right all right Have you ever read about that new city? What can't get into that new city? Sin can't enter that new city. Praise God. Sorrow doesn't enter that new city. Sickness and death don't enter that new city. I'm telling you, he's talking about the church of the living God. Hallelujah. He's saying the devil can't get a hold of you. It talks about what's outside that city. Dogs are outside that city. Sin is outside that city. But and, and where's that at? That's not talking about heaven. That's talking about the church on earth. It's talking about a place that we can go to. Amen. And find the presence of God in this life. Hallelujah. The devil can't get to me. devil get you out of jerusalem stand with me today lift your hands and praise him jesus came to give you that new jerusalem he came to open the doors to that city that you and i can enter enter in freely and drink from the water of life praise god let's clap our hands to the lord lift our voice hallelujah 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 Satan's leash is snapped and his influence is gone amen it's abdicated when you enter the new Jerusalem that new city hallelujah and its shape it talks about is like the tabernacle it's like the holy of holies praise God and what did the holiest holies represent The presence of the Lord. That's where the presence of the Lord would come down. Amen. Hallelujah. This is that holy of holies where the presence of the Lord wants to dwell. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Ghost wants to come into this place right here. You say, I haven't received my, I haven't received it. And you may not even know what I'm talking about. Just like the disciples of John in Acts chapter 19, Paul said, have you... Now notice this. He says, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Many people tell you, well, since you believed, you got the Holy Ghost. That's not what he asked them. He said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? I want you to notice, it's the first question he asked them. And when they said we haven't even so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost then he says how were you baptized well under John's baptism well John preached about Jesus coming he said to believe on him that should come after him amen and yet almost 20 years after Pentecost they haven't received their Pentecost but it's the first question he asked them and he didn't go to them afterwards now let's stay in the Bible He didn't go to them. I'm in Acts chapter 19. He didn't say, Oh, well, you need to repeat this prayer after me. He didn't do that, did he? Nowhere in the Bible do you read anybody repeating a sinner's prayer for salvation. Now, they prayed, but it told them, You need the Holy Ghost. And if you don't know what I'm talking about today, that's okay. You can still receive it. Paul laid his hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost and the Bible says, and spoke with other tongues. Amen. I'm just going to open this altar up today. To those who say, you know what, I haven't received my Pentecost, I haven't received the Holy Ghost. Maybe you've come close, and that's good. Nobody ought to disparage somebody that comes close to the Holy Ghost and doesn't necessarily go all the way. Because remember the man that Jesus touched that was blind. He says, what do you see? He says, I see men as trees walking. Lord had to touch him again, didn't he? God can touch you again. But if you'd like to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, or maybe you've received it, but you haven't spoken tongues in a while. You so say, you know what? I need, a, I need a refreshing in the Holy Ghost. I need something to refresh me. Or maybe you're just not satisfied. You can drink from that fountain again. Every head bowed and every eye closed. I guess we just make this altar that gates to that city. Would you like to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost? It's promised promise to you. Would you like to be refilled? You know, you read in Acts chapter 4 where the Holy Ghost fell on them once again. And the house was Shaken. It's for you. Peter said it's promised to you, to your children, and to those that are far off. Don't let the devil keep you out of Jerusalem. Jeroboam knew if he could keep the children of Israel from going back to Jerusalem, they would never reunite and still serve Jehovah. Sad thing is, he was successful. He kept them out. Israel never did have a good king. They just got more wicked and more wicked. Amen. Praise God. The Holy Ghost. Is promised to you. Amen. He can make you new. I said he can make you new. I just felt the day to do things just a little different. In an invitation to those that maybe have been seeking for the Holy Ghost or never heard of the Holy Ghost or want to be renewed in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And just give that opportunity, something that we focus on as a body. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Anne Marie, you come on up here, honey. This young girl's gotten baptized in the name of Jesus. God wants to fill her with the Holy Ghost. Praise God! Do I have some sisters that'll come and pray with Anne Marie? Hey, you know what? If one gets the Holy Ghost, it's worth it all. That's a success in God's kingdom. Praise God! Praise God! Amen. Amen. And Marie, God's already forgiven you of all your sins. You've been—they've been all washed away—and now He's promised you the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Look at, remember, just look at me for a little bit when you receive the Holy Ghost the Bible says with a stammering lip and another tongue you'll speak into this people stammering lip is like going from one language you know into another language it's kind of a transition and then the other tongue is that language that you go you won't know it somebody here might it could be in Spanish if you don't know Spanish I don't know but as the Spirit gives you the ability, He's not speaking out of you. He's using your tongue and your voice. He's controlling. Amen. God said, and Peter said, it's promised to you. God's done a wonderful work in your life. And He wants to complete that work and fill you with this Spirit. But you have to open your mouth in praising Him. That's it. Amen. She's already praising him. Praise God. Hallelujah. And when you feel that stammering, don't you worry about what it sounds like. You just let it come out. But you begin to praise him. Open your mouth and God will fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Church, will you pray? Praise God. Let's just be praying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're in a birthing room right now. Hallelujah. That's it, Emily.